Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we're talking about toxic relationships. Which is fun. Uh, I don't think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what ones you've been in, but... Yeah, I've been in some. <laughs> they weren't fun. Well, I can tell so you from sad. experience. No, but that's... I was about to be like, that's the good thing. It's not a good thing. I'm just saying, we, we can use it today to show people what, what they not are. To do. Yeah, what not to do and Who what to look to out for. With. Name drop him. I'm just kidding. I'm not good at name dropping. Imagine if you could like review boys after you've been with them. <gasps> no, we should make that. Like an app. Like an Literally app. Literally clueless. Is dating it- app coming soon in 2022. <laughs> He's like, doesn't like dogs. Like, punch me in the face. <laughs> Doesn't get on with his mum. <laughs> Has a nice car though. Wakes up at 4pm. Oh my god, there should be like different like check boxes. We need to stop telling everyone someone's going to steal our okay, idea. Anyway. Right, anyway, moving on. So today's episode, toxic relationships. Trigger warning. I mean, <laughs> it's funny about trigger warning. Sorry. So we are going to be talking about sensitive topics like abuse and manipulation in this episode. So if they are things that trigger you, just make sure you keep that in mind when listening to this episode. Okay, so moving on. Toxic relationships. Um, How would you define a toxic relationship? I would describe a toxic relationship as a relationship where you're more sad than happy. So you're sad more often than you are happy. And that relationship isn't serving you at all in a positive way. It's only like bringing you down. And I think it's often a cycle and there's often like one person who's the manipulator however i think in a toxic relationship both people will eventually become toxic so do you not think two people can be like toxic together like at the same time yes but also i guess two people can be just toxic for each other and not compatible yeah but in the textbook like toxic relationship i think there's always a manipulator and a a victim in a way what would you describe a toxic relationship as so i would look at it from the place of it feels draining to be there it doesn't it's not positive for you it can like damage your well-being and it's just dysfunctional like everything just seems to be really difficult just to work harmoniously together and it's just not healthy for each partner yeah i would agree i think that yeah there's definitely a sense of like manipulation going on with it and like controlling someone like guilt tripping the other so from my own experience as someone who's been in like a toxic relationship i would say an emotionally abusive relationship it's always very draining and you kind of feel like you can't leave it and it's things like that and i think there are like textbook signs yeah especially after i got out of that relationship there was like i did a lot of research i was trying to come to terms with like what, what happened, happened and what situation i was in and, and like, why i realized it. it's like a global experience <laughs> <laughs> like so many people have had the same experiences of the same type of people and there mm. are like textbook like things that happen a lot and are signs that you can spot in mm. those relationships so we want to talk about the signs of how to spot a toxic relationship think, or an abusive person yeah i think as well being young and naive and like innocent you don't realize these things are actually manipulating you and being toxic Mm -hmm. so I think it's good to like spread awareness to young people as well yeah because when I got into that relationship I was very very young Mm. and when you're that age you don't think oh I'm like too young to experience this and you don't understand and you also don't know that that is not a normal relationship you think oh people argue like this happens we're just arguing you don't understand the extent of it until you get older and I'm sure there's things that have happened to me now that I would look back into a couple of years and be like you know in retrospect you look at it and you're like oh that was really really bad 
bad and you kind of don't realize the extent of it when you're in it yeah as well being young yeah impressionable not knowing anything different especially for like there's so many girls like as you said their first love their first relationship is so toxic yeah which has such long-term impacts on them for the rest of their relationship the rest of their life so i think spotting it early and knowing when you're getting into a relationship what to look out for red signs red signs red signs (laughs) signs and red flags (laughs) one of the earliest signs that will help you spot an abusive or like manipulative person is love bombing okay so i found a definition of love bombing which was it happens when someone overwhelms you with loving words actions and behavior as a uh, as a manipulation technique it's often used to win over your trust and affection so that they can meet a goal of theirs so it's like a technique of manipulation and love bombing for me would be at the beginning of when you're talking to someone or in a relationship with them at the very beginning they're way too in love way too quickly in a way Mm. so they would be maybe showering you with gifts or affection they're telling you like that you're the most beautiful girl there is everything that you would want to hear Mm. from someone and they're like perfect and especially when you're young and you want a relationship you're like oh I want a boyfriend you like romanticize all their things to me like they're so nice to me they're saying that they're gonna take me to this country and they're gonna do all this and you know everything like so quickly before you even know them as a person like you could not know their middle name but they're saying oh like I love you you're the most beautiful girl I've ever Mm. met like all of this and then it kind of gives them this like image that this is your first response of them this is how you know them they're this perfect person so like when it's down the line and they're doing all these toxic things you're like no that's not them like they're like this they're a great person yeah they've always been so good to me when two months later they're (laughs) abusing you you're like oh well no they're like a good person that's not who they really are like they just slipped up every single time it'll be they just slipped up excusing them yeah because they have that like good first set in stone image that they gave that they gave you and made you think they were like perfect yeah obviously don't get that mixed up with someone just being a good person like if someone's (laughs) a good person don't just be like oh sorry you're love bombing me it's the extreme difference but if it is extreme you most likely feel like oh this is a bit fast and if you have those doubts in your head then maybe think about do they have like do you really know this person just get just say this is a bit fast for me like can we take it a bit slower get to know the person and I think you would find out that maybe they're not Mm. who they're saying they are (laughs) (laughs) so let's think about other signs that you're in a toxic relationship I think if you step back from the relationship when you're not with them when you're not talking to them do you feel different to when you are with them when you're alone do you feel sad about it is it overall making you happier or is it actually having a bit of a negative impact on you? Yeah, so it's like when you're with them, you might think, oh, but when we're together, it's really good. Oh my God, but when the you go home, times you hear that. Yeah, they're like, oh, when, when, when we're together, it's, it's good. It's so good. But you go home and you're feeling sad about it or you're feeling weird about it or you're unproductive or you're just generally feeling low, probably connected to your toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably why. Like that is a really big thing. And that's a sign of like looking within yourself and think about how you were before the relationship yeah that's a big versus thing how you are now that you're in it and if you're just thinking that you're suddenly like stagnant and that your life kind of revolves around that relationship mm. and that you're dependent on that person that's a big thing dependency if you're not like seeing your friends as much doing mm-hmm. hobbies that you enjoy spending as enough time looking after yourself yeah because you've got this new person in your life you put so much energy into yeah. an effort into them and that kind of makes you forget about yourself yeah but love and dependency are two completely different things yeah. you can love someone doesn't mean you have to be completely dependent and 
I mean, the manipulator is often dependent on the person they're manipulating as well. Yeah. But, like, the victim of the manipulation definitely becomes dependent on that person because they break them down so much. Yeah. That suddenly that's the only way they're getting their happiness from. Happiness, yeah. but it's toxic. It's, like, a drug. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think another thing is you feel like you're constantly, like, walking on eggshells egg with them. Yeah. And you feel, like, afraid that you're not doing anything wrong, but they can take it as you are doing something wrong. Yeah. You feel, like, scared that something is going to happen that's going to ruin the whole relationship when there's nothing yeah. to be worried about. Yeah, I find that there's still things now that I will think maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should hide this from someone or maybe I shouldn't say it to them if I'm like, if it's like a boy I'm talking to. Maybe I shouldn't say it because they might get annoyed or maybe I should hide it because they might get annoyed because yeah. of my first boyfriend mm-hmm. because it would have been a joke or something but that he would have got annoyed at me or I find myself like apologising for something or I'll be out and then and a boy will say, oh, where are you? And I'll be like, oh, I'm just out but like I'll be back, I'll, I'm leaving in five minutes yeah because when i would be out he would get annoyed at me for it and be controlling for it and i still up until recently would think why am i like hiding that i'm mm. not doing anything wrong yeah or even like you could have the most innocent conversation with someone of the opposite sex and that person will have a go at you for it once and then all of a sudden it's like you haven't done anything wrong but yeah. you feel inclined to like you, yeah. delete messages or like things you're like that something. when it's there's nothing wrong with it you're not yeah. doing anything wrong you're allowed to have friends and speak to people and it's not you being like doing anything wrong that kind of leads on to another thing that's a huge aspect of a toxic relationship which is controllingness yeah that's probably like the biggest biggest part of it someone who's really controlling i think one of the main things is kind of it's more subtle like you'll think controlling is like don't go out wearing that oh don't do this whatever Mm. but it's more subtle than that it's kind of turning you against things and like slowly manipulating you against it yeah at least in my experience so it would be like maybe saying things about your friends getting annoyed when you go out of your friends reacting basically the reaction to it say you went out wearing something they didn't like it, 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 it's not being like you can't yeah. do that it's like when you do it having that reaction yeah. and then you kind of don't want to do it again it's changing like, your opinion so you not outright but it's changing who you are to fit them yeah it's a lot more like subtle than just straight up telling them you can't do this so it's a lot harder to like realize yeah so that's if they're having a bad reaction to the things you're doing you're then going to be blaming yourself and thinking oh i'll just stop doing that because they don't like it rather than if someone says you can't do that you're gonna be like well yes i can it's a lot more like deep-rooted manipulation yeah definitely it's kind of almost like if you had a baby and you screamed at a baby for doing something like a child (laughs) they might not do it again do you know what I mean like if you tell them to follow you or like if you tell a baby not to like I don't know run because they might fall over they're still probably gonna run but when they fall over (laughs) and they get hurt girl leave the metaphors they're not gonna run again Okay. Basically, you learn a behaviour from the way they manipulate you, is okay. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think um, another thing, maybe more one of the explicit things, is like going through your phone, knowing passwords. Yeah. Like, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with knowing your partner's password, because it's some. it could be innocent, oh, like, oh, yeah, can you like just call this password. person for me? Can you change the song? Like, that's fine. But when it's going to, like, give me your password to your Instagram. phone, your Instagram, your Snapchat, like, let me look through your conversations that's when it's an issue yeah what do you think about it like how what are your opinions on giving someone like a partner's password 
I mean, I would happily give someone my phone password if they asked for it, if I was in a relationship with them. If they were just like, oh, can I answer this? Cool. But if they were telling me they were going to go through my phone, yeah. that's out of order. Like, everyone everyone has a right to privacy. Yeah, definitely. Just because that's your partner, you don't own that person. Mm. You don't have a right to go through their phone. No like, way. I think that's a really big thing that a lot of people need to realise. When you're in a relationship, you, you're just two people, like, coexisting who like each other. Yeah. Neither of you own each other. So mm. that person can go off and do whatever they want. You're not, like, <laughs> owed their, yeah. like, behaviour. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, not to say no one owes you loyalty. <laughs> yeah, no one, but yeah, obviously. But at the same time, like, they don't. And, like, life happens. And Yeah, they're like, their own person. Yeah, you're, you don't you have the right them. to say, can I go through your phone? Can I mm. do this? Like, what are you doing all the time? Yeah. You know? And I think there's a difference, like, as well. If you're in a relationship, someone says, can I look down your phone? And you say, no, that's not you being like, no, I've got stuff to hide it's me being like this is my privacy you don't yeah i don't owe you yeah even if you don't have anything to hide anyone going on my phone makes me uncomfortable i don't know why but it's just yeah private like don't do people going through my room makes me uncomfortable i have nothing to hide in my room i don't like people going through it yeah i don't like people like opening my drawers like going through my things like it's Mm. my clothes they belong to me i like having my space it's private and that's another thing like boundaries as well that's a clear boundary for you yeah someone that's gonna slowly chip away at your boundaries that's a toxic relationship you're changing yourself for this other person that is the thing they will always cross boundaries and you won't have any boundaries left like and then (laughs) by the time you're out of that relationship you'll have to like re-establish them boundaries for them for yourself and that's a really big thing that i still am doing for myself like re-establishing my own boundaries and i think they get more they've got like (laughs) you're building them up they've built got a lot more built up yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i think another thing with that the slowly chipping away it becomes more like gaslighting yeah. do you know what I mean they're making you feel like you're insane for saying yeah. hang on these are my boundaries they're like no no they're not yeah <laughs> so gaslighting for anyone that needs to know is gaslighting the manipulation through making someone doubt their sanity or their judgment so if they're doing something a common phrase might be well that wasn't my attention that wasn't what I was doing you're overthinking yeah. it making them I change didn't do that. Their it was just a joke that was you you, you yeah. made that up in your head yeah that. stop playing the victim you're so immature so all these sentences have been said to me it's like reading a book like I know them all bring me back past trauma okay babe no but yeah it would be like they will switch a situation around on you that's one of the biggest signs if you're arguing with someone first of all you shouldn't be arguing with your partner you should be discussing you should yeah. be conversing you should, be, not you should you. both be together to fix a problem if yeah. there is a problem you shouldn't mm-hmm. be attacking each other it's not you versus each other it's yeah. you together versus the problem yeah. but if you are arguing with each other and then they suddenly are like no I didn't do that you're crazy Crazy. It's the you're crazy. You're crazy. Stop playing the victim. First mm. of all, I am a victim. <laughs> <laughs> you're a victim (laughs) also a toxic relationship you might see it as there's like an imbalance of effort and love like it's all it might feel like you're the only person that's putting these things in and you're not getting the same level of love and effort in return which kind of it feels like you're being drained to like lift someone else up when it's like that and it's not balanced that's not equal you're not getting what you need from it another huge thing that like manipulative people would do is ghost for like days at a time yeah interesting (laughs) like (laughs) Like say you're say you're in a relationship and suddenly your boyfriend doesn't reply to you for like two days straight and then they just come back two days you're messaging them for those days and be like where are you like what have I done da 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 and that you they they just come back and they're like you're crazy like I don't need to talk to you all the time like I needed space all of this <laughs> but they never gave you a warning 
yeah. that they were going to do that, and then they blame mm. it on you. They end up blaming it on you because that happened to me before. But <laughs> <laughs> everything we're like googling, you're like, right, okay, this me, happened me, to me. <laughs> no, but I think it's fair enough where you're coming from. If you're going to do, if you do need space, okay, that's yeah, fine. That's fine. Sure, I need space. Let me know. Maybe that might I, be nice. Yeah, I might not reply much for the next couple of days. Not. Yeah, that's completely normal. Not. Oh, I just disappeared off the face of the earth for the last week and didn't talk to my girlfriend. And yeah, then, and then blaming you, making you feel like that's your a normal fault. thing, and like people yeah. can do that. That's fine. You but can't like do that. it's a bit whoa you can't what's do going that. on yeah especially if you have like plans first of all if any of this is happening to you dump them <laughs> like i know <laughs> if you're listening you're like oh, wait hang on a minute that's happening to me don't stick around for it this is what we're gonna talk about <laughs> Maybe, babe. if you see right think you're driving in your car me and emily can't relate because we haven't got a driving license yet but <laughs> driving in your car you see a red light at that red light you stop you don't carry on going you know if you carry on going you're gonna get into an accident, babe. Don't. That's the exact same thing with red flag. If you see a red flag, don't give it the time of day to carry on and bring itself into a problem. Don't let it develop. Just say, no, that's it, and go. There's nothing wrong with that. If you don't feel comfortable in a relationship, someone's not treating you how you want to be treated, leave. You don't owe period. a relationship to them. You don't need to stay period, with them. Period, period. That was a bit heated there, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> However, we are going to talk about that, and we're going to say how it's not that easy. I know. Yeah, we know. Another thing that I said was a really big sign is humiliation and criticism. Okay. So they will always criticise things you do and kind of break you down. It's another way of what we were sort of saying before about how manipulative person will like break you down they'll always criticize you or like criticize little things you do like i remember my ex <laughs> this whole episode just dragging <laughs> emily's ex i'm really sorry i mean i'm not but like <laughs> you deserve it babe. he just he it was just like really specific things he just like hated that i did and would just always tell me so he didn't like when i wore leggings <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny, it's not funny. He didn't like... <laughs> he told me that wearing leggings outside of the house was childish. <laughs> I shouldn't wear leggings. <laughs> if someone is saying this to you, please leave. <laughs> he would just attack me for... I was 15, like, obviously I'm going to wear leggings and, like, a pair of Air Force and a crop top. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm 15 years old, maybe you should be 18. Anyway. <laughs> do you want to have a little break? <laughs> Sorry, it's very bring up past trauma for me. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so there was loads of little things he'd just like be rude about or like I'd do my makeup a certain way and he'd be like rude about it. Just little things. And he'd try and change the way I did things and kind of humiliate me. Like he'd say the thing about his le- my leggings in front of like his mum. But it's the fact that it's constantly coming from like negatively yeah. affecting you. It's never uplifting you. And it'll be small things and they'll just pick at it and pick at it and pick at it until you're like, I mean, leggings is probably not gonna like ruin your self-esteem. But it was, there was worse things than that. That's just one example that sticks in my head yeah i feel like another thing is it's kind of similar to the walking on eggshells you might feel like you cannot bring up a topic with them because you're like almost fearful of their reaction you know it's something that they don't agree with you on and they just belittle you for it or you they will just refuse to communicate with you for it yeah they're very like dismissive to your emotions yeah they won't want to get involved if you have feelings on something they'll just be like well you're too like disregard them yeah as if they're not anything and especially if they say they might say something horrible to you and they'll be like you can't take a joke or something like that like they're really dismissive to how yeah. you feel about 
about something. You, if you're in a relationship, your emotions, your feelings matter. Don't let someone... It's very patronising. Like, yeah, don't let someone bring you down for it. You are a valid yeah. person and yeah. you're enough. If someone's not agreeing with you, then... You shouldn't be in a relationship well, with someone that's like not willing to listen to your emotions. Yeah, communication That's what relationship... I mean, a relationship is based off of your emotions. Yeah, definitely. So if you're with someone that's not willing to listen to that, you shouldn't be with them. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to talk about the cycle of abuse, which is a very, like, good way to spot if you're in that sort of relationship because I think it is quite a common theme that there will be a cycle if you're in in an abusive or manipulative relationship. I'm going to say it starts off with a period of calm because at the start of your relationship, it will generally be a period of calm, a period of a honeymoon phase, if you will. All of this. So it says here that... It says the honeymoon phase here. (laughs) (laughs) So the period of calm is when everything's going well. You're thinking, oh, I really, really like this person. We're so good together. And then that period of calm gradually turns into tensions building. So you can look this up like it's a it's a diagram. It's like a known thing. So that will turn into the building of tension. So there might be a little dispute or you might be bickering a bit. So it says tensions increase, breakdown of communication. The victim becomes fearful and feels the need to placate abuser. So that would basically mean that if you've been in this situation, you're suddenly think you're walking on eggshells around them. You're mm-hmm. thinking something could happen. I'm gonna be overly nice to them and you find yourself because you can feel something you can you have a gut instinct you can feel when something's about to happen so then the next thing the next step is the incident so it says verbal emotional and physical abuse so there's always a big eruption Mm -hmm. in an abusive relationship those tensions will build and there'll be a big eruption it'll be an argument or if you're in a domestically a domestic abuse situation a physical abuse situation it'll be something like that and then after the incident there's always a period of reconciliation which is when i mean i was going to say they'll apologize but you'll probably apologize to them mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're in that situation it'll be it shouldn't be you apologizing but yeah you feel, it'll be them guilt tripping yeah you, you saying sorry especially in that sort of situation this is abuser apologizes gives excuses blames the victim denies the abuse occurred or says that it wasn't as bad as the victim claims that gaslight and the it? victim will either forgive them or apologize so it is yeah that is the gaslighting that's where that comes in and then they'll forgive them it's forgotten is what it says here that goes back into the period of calm mm-hmm. and it'll be like it'll go around in a circle again gets quicker and quicker as you go through the relationship until that could be like a daily occurrence oh i didn't realize that happening yeah so it gets so at the start i don't know you might have a one month or two month honeymoon period before you have your first argument or something and then as you go through that sort of relationship you'll end up arguing every day but it's still like the cycle obviously that doesn't happen in everyone's relationship that's like that but it is like common yeah so that's a really good way to spot it if you're realizing we are in this sort of cycle and it doesn't have to present it itself as like you're always having a big argument or like a domestic abuse situation but if you're noticing that sort of cycle in your relationship where there's a period of (laughs) where there's a period of calm and then suddenly it's going into building tensions you can feel yourself becoming like fearful that something's going to happen you're probably in a toxic relationship it doesn't always have to be to the extent of there's a huge argument it doesn't always have to be to that extent but if there's that cycle Mm. and you can spot that and you can link it to all the other things like if at the beginning they were suddenly they were really really in love with you and it's like love bombing if you can put that all together in your head and think yeah that's the sort of relationship i'm in because i think it is a lot more common than people realize then you should probably 
not be in that relationship and do you know what else like look back at how many times you and your partner have broken up and gotten back together yeah that is there's really clearly an issue there if you're breaking up has work been put in to yeah. get rid of that problem I don't know do you think a toxic relationship can be turned healthy do you think it'd be fixed worked on or not in my opinion I don't I don't want to say like I don't believe in working on relationships mm. but especially at the age we are now maybe if you're married yeah then like I don't think if it's that toxic that it's abusive then you can work on it maybe when you're married you can work on a relationship things like that but I don't think at the age we are now like we're 17 18 and into your 20s I don't think you should waste your time trying to fix something that isn't serving you okay yeah I see First of all, from. I don't think relationships that are abusive in any way can be fixed. Yeah. You can't fix... It's not the relationship that needs to be fixed. It's the, the abuser, person. the manipulator, the person. So no, I don't think you can fix a situation like that. But if it's maybe they're toxic for each other, I mean, maybe you could work on it and fix it. But also, You're young, people just aren't meant be? to be together for a reason. Yeah. And I think especially at a young age, you should not waste your time trying to fix something or someone. Mm. You should waste... I mean, not waste your time spend your time working on yourself <laughs> yeah and making yourself feel better and you should not put time into a toxic mm. relationship i don't think it's worth trying to fix that sort of relationship see i see where you're coming from when i first was thinking of the question i think if you want to if it's something that you care about and you can take a step back realize it, realize it's toxic and you do want to work through it i think the person can work on themselves um you're look i'm looking at you right now and you're like no <laughs> but i think people can work on themselves and get better and not be toxic yeah but if you're like in that cycle in your relationship they could be not toxic maybe not Until. for you i think they could work on themselves for years and be, become an adult and be not toxic for someone else oh yeah yeah yeah. you can't work on yourselves together you're in a toxic relationship you're gonna <laughs> say we're gonna work on ourselves together you're gonna be arguing tomorrow like yeah. it's not gonna work i really don't think i don't think you should work especially if you're like 16 years old and you're saying well we're just working on it like we're gonna work it no you're gonna break up next year yeah i see Speed where you're coming up. from there break up now you'll be happier yeah. in a week yeah i see where you're coming from there <laughs> if you, when you're young there's no point wasting time in a toxic relationship absolutely no way just there's no just time, get rid of there's it no wasting your time in a relationship that's not serving you full yeah. stop period even if it's not like toxic per se if you're in a relationship and you're 16 and you're like i'm kind of bored break up with them <laughs> <laughs> sorry not sorry like you're literally young go experience your life you're wasting your time yeah not saying you shouldn't be in a relationship <laughs> but like don't waste your time don't waste your time if you're unhappy is what i'm saying yeah definitely so no i don't think you should i don't i don't i'm not saying you can't ever fix it but i don't think you should try yeah okay interesting and I think as well, like, if someone's cheating on you, that's enough. Like, oh. just leave. That's a toxic relationship as well. Yeah. Don't... I feel like we need to do a whole episode a whole on cheating. I just wanna... I think it's two different types of toxic relationships. Yeah, 100%. Because there's, like, the distant person that's the cheater. Like, there's mm. someone with... Um, I think it's, like, a distant attachment style or something. Mm. So that'll be people that aren't, like, aren't ready for a relationship and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, they're cheating on you and things like that. Yeah. I think that's a completely different type of toxic than to someone that's like manipulative i think they're yeah. two very different types of yeah. toxic relationships we'll definitely have a video a, a video <laughs> an episode coming out on cheating soon because i think that's yeah. a big topic i really want to yeah. go into that in i'm detail. really like i find that really interesting as well and like, same and it's like the weird. way people view yeah. it in society and stuff i don't know because yeah. i have mixed opinions on things like that yeah I have mixed opinions on a lot of them. It's hard because I can... I think I'm very understanding and I can see both points. Is it subjective or objective? One of those. Subjective, I would say. Where you, like, don't judge. (laughs) (laughs) 
now we're going to move on to how to actually leave a toxic relationship and get the courage to leave a relationship that's toxic because if you've noticed any of these signs in your relationship then you probably want to leave it (laughs) it's really hard as well to firstly when you're in it to notice it notice the extreme lengths that it's affecting you and secondly it being in a toxic relationship almost seems like a routine do you know what i mean you're you're not excited about it you feel like you're forced into it dependent on it yeah you feel like you don't have a choice you can't leave so it is really it's a lot easier said than done and like your friends and family the whole time if you're in a toxic relationship if you're unhappy in a relationship will probably be telling you to leave it and you'll probably like find it much more difficult like you're not going to do it when they tell you to do it you're going to do it when you finally wake up one day like i need to leave this relationship i really think it literally just one day it switches like i can't i think it was like months and months i was in one i knew the whole way like i knew it was toxic i knew i didn't want to be in it but like it's really hard to just finally have that final push yeah you honestly wake up in the morning one day and you just switch you're like i don't i don't want to do this anymore that was like me like and it's yeah we were were together for so long and there was just one day that he would like always break up with me but it wasn't really a real breakup it Mm. was like he was gonna we were gonna go out together the next day and i was like bet (laughs) blocked him on everything and like we didn't speak again wow that is queen shit i know it was just like i I took it and run with it because that day i was just i don't know i was just not feeling i was like no okay we're breaking up then we're breaking up yeah and like it can be really difficult being a friend of someone that's in them because they're delusional people (laughs) in love are blind it's like talking to a brick wall they will not listen to you yeah and you're gonna feel so frustrated when i was with friends of you and you were with oh my him, god yeah how many yeah. times but it doesn't and I matter look back at it it doesn't and matter. i'm like that's i was such an idiot like you will look back at it and think i was so stupid i feel embarrassed and by you'll it. be so mad at your friends if they're in those situations because yeah you'll be like what are you doing like you're so good and you're with like a bum piece of yeah yeah period i am I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah being a friend to someone is hard but just stick with it yeah because they will break up with them yeah don't they won't listen to you the more you say it it's not going to change them it will be they'll find it in themselves when they're ready to leave and you it's annoying because you want to just grab their head and like shake them and be like listen to me you're in a toxic relationship like just get out but they won't do anything until they're ready so just wait until they're ready you can do everything but until they have that switch they're not getting out of it yeah and i mean if it is actually as a friend and it's like really affecting you like no one's forcing you to like stay friends with that person (laughs) like not no not being in a horrible way But say someone was just in that for years and years and like that person, because you can become toxic when you're in a toxic relationship. Yeah, definitely. So if that person became toxic as well, like you're not obliged to like be there for them, but like it is nice to be there for yeah, that person. Yeah. And if you can. Stick with it, yeah. but don't let it affect It depends you. on, I guess, like the severity of the relationship. Yeah. Okay. So my, I think my biggest advice for finding the strength to leave is actually facing the problems straight up. Because I know when I was in that situation, you just push things aside, mm. you just just stop thinking about them you cut them you out make and pretend excuses yeah. for the person and you ignore it don't yeah. ignore things stop making excuses for them look at every single bad thing they've done to you or not yeah. even if it's just a relationship that's generally toxic and it's both of you that are being toxic look at exactly how it's making you feel and look at what it's actually doing for your life and if the answer mm. is nothing except making you sad then you need to just look it in the face and leave like there's no nice way to put it it's gonna be the hardest yeah. thing when you realize it and then you decide to leave but you have to go through that horrible thing yeah. because it's going to be so much worse for you staying there yeah. and then it getting yeah. worse than just ripping it off and leaving and we said about like having that realization but if you have seen all these things and you're still wanting to stay don't wait until you get that realization 
like do it now like leave them yeah because it will be easier when you get the realization like i've realized and i left and i was fine because i was like okay i'm over it now yeah <laughs> but if you w- wait that long you're gonna waste a lot of your time and yeah. you could be upset about it for like a week or a month but then you're gonna be over it quicker in the long run yeah so definitely just face it for what it is and i think another thing as well when you're in that relationship you try you realize it you might realize it when you're with your friends and then when you're on your own you're like no like it's not actually that important maybe you'll find it useful writing it down record everything that happens so you know when you feel oh i feel like i want to talk to them again read it write it down and read it and let it go through your head this is not a relationship that you want to be in you're not getting anything from it it's harming you to stay with them another thing i would suggest that if you're struggling to leave them because of an attachment that you've developed to them then spend try and spend time away from them if you can like if you see them a lot and you're used to seeing them all the time and you're used to this um like routine that you have with them then try and spend i don't know a week away from them or two weeks away from them and like when they want to see you tell them that you're busy or say that you can't do something this week and you need space actually take that space actually follow through with it Mm. realize you don't need this person because i'm telling you force yourself to go out of your friends and your family or do things on your own or anything like that don't see them don't have contact with them like minimize it as much as possible like avoid them basically Mm. it doesn't matter if it's gonna like hurt them (laughs) to be honest if you're if they're (laughs) the one hurting you you need to be selfish yeah avoid them because if it's gonna make it easier for you than to just cut it off then avoid them for a week or two and realize i don't need that person and actually in that time do things with the people that actually care about you yeah definitely and you'll realize i do not need this person and think Mm. about yourself before the relationship and like think how like happy you were with your friends and things like that Mm -hmm. and you'll realize that you don't need them and then i think as well once you're at that point where you're like okay i can leave block them please just block them make it so hard for you to get in contact with them because when it's out of sight it's out of mind i remember that do you know the thing that caught me the whole time i could remove on snapchat i could block on instagram it was easy we remove their number but you keep the thread of messages Mm. so you can go back and that is how really that's that's what would keep me oh my god because i still had the number i could still do it so that's the thing delete delete that thread of messages i know there's girls out there doing the exact same thing just delete the messages oh my god delete the number you can't find it there and it's like you can't heal yourself you can't get better from the situation if you're still in it if i've got my hand and i'm putting it on like fire i'm still burning myself i'm not getting any better from it (laughs) like take your hand out of the fire (laughs) and then wrap a bandage around it (laughs) and then run for the hills like get away as far as you can yeah another thing i want to say is a lot of what am i about (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people if they're going through like a breakup if they're going to break up with someone they'll be like but i have to do it in person like we want to break up in person yeah if you're in a healthy relationship sit down and talk about it if you can't talk to this person because they're just going to turn it around on you and manipulate on you manipulate you (laughs) that sounds gross manipulate you then don't be like oh we're just gonna sit down and talk about it because you can't talk to them yeah you don't, don't owe do them the respect to, to talk to them in person yeah. if it's gonna make you feel like yeah. you need to get back with them fair enough if you're in like a sort of toxic relationship but like no one's abusing you can get each through other. it yeah then maybe sit down and talk about it but if that person's like manipulating you you're don't sit down and talk they don't deserve that first of all no. but also like you're not gonna get anywhere you're gonna go around his house you're gonna sit there you're gonna cry <laughs> you're you're gonna what? <laughs> you're gonna what, Emily? You're gonna you're gonna talk about it, but you're not really gonna talk about anything. You're gonna apologize, and you're gonna have sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then you're going to get back together and you're going to go back to your friends or your family and say yeah we talked about it like we're working it out and then you're going to stay with him for another year of your life so don't do that um and honestly think about it being alone is so much better than being in, stuck in a toxic oh, yeah. stagnant relationship yeah 100%. you're not getting anything from it at least if you're alone and you're going for it you're feeling sad you're working for it every day it gets so much easier at least you've started the yeah. process you've got your road you're on the right path if you're staying in it you're just putting like another block in the road you're just yeah. you are your obstacle there you just you just gotta find it from within mm-hmm. and run with it and like wait for the click don't even wait for the click if you feel like you've really to a lot of this episode don't waste this time this is the click <laughs> yeah this is your click just just leave it be selfish because at the end of the day you're the one getting yourself yeah hurt. yeah i mean obviously there's a lot of different situations and if yeah. you're in an abusive relationship where you're being like if it's like a f- physical abuse and things yeah. like that then that could be a lot more of a dangerous situation and we're not qualified to like tell people how to leave that yeah and if you are in that situation then you need to reach out to like the right people and like your family and friends that can help you but we're saying that if you are in a position where it's not going to be dangerous or like detrimental yeah to you like financially physically whatever to leave that situation then leave it yeah i think as well if you're in that situation there's a big thing about you have this fantasy of like oh we'll work through it like things will get better like it's not it's good news. Gonna get better. don't don't waste your time thinking things are going to get better just forget the fantasy and just like let it go and stop making excuses for the behavior as well you can see how something might relate or like correlate to it but don't be like okay well he was doing that so it's because of this so I can stay with him like that's the reason it's nothing to do with me it's because of that that's not the way to go don't go for that and also like as we said before affirmations can really help you and change your outlook to it being in that toxic relationship it's very easy for you to blame yourself when you're not the problem here and it's really important that people understand it's not you so things like repeating I know I deserve better this is forcing me to grow like the pain is worth it because I'm getting through something I'm learning things about myself and I'm learning to love myself to bring your self-worth back because that is something you probably would have lost in that relationship definitely and you need to bring the power to yourself and stop letting someone else decide your self-worth for you yeah yeah that affirmations really helps make sure you have a look into them so i think we've got a few questions that we want to answer now from our instagram so if you ever want your questions to be answered head over to our instagram it's normally on like a monday or a tuesday we post little clues yeah (laughs) to what our episodes are going to be on so if you do have a question related to the topic head over to literally clueless podcast on instagram and we'll answer your questions so today's question right the first question that we've got is what to do when one minute a boy acts like he likes you and then next minute he acts like he doesn't care i feel like you can you can tell you've got this like feeling in your stomach like your gut instinct your intuition like if something feels wrong to you yeah then that's a big sign like when he's doing things that are right and you feel like oh but why, why was he doing that and you feel like doubtful that's probably a big sign like this something's not going right here like yeah i, I shouldn't keep putting so yeah. much and also if someone's that like kind of flaky with you yeah then i don't think there's it's worth your time because Mm. they're clearly like even if they're acting like they care one minute if they really cared they would act like they care like 100 percent of the time they wouldn't be like putting half their time into you because you're worth more than that to them if he wanted to he, he would. would no but seriously though yeah. like if a boy actually really liked you he you would know go about to it. the ends of you would the really earth know like, about it. trust me and if you're sitting there trying to convince yourself like well maybe he, like he does like he like acts like he likes me sometimes like all this okay well the other 50 percent of the time yeah he doesn't yeah like if a boy liked you that much he would put his full effort into you so i think if he is doing that and if he's half the time acting like he does care and then the other half acting like he doesn't then maybe have one conversation about it and tell yeah. him how you feel 
will. That's why I always think like give them one opportunity. As well. I mean, I've been in so many situations where I've given them way more than one opportunity, but <laughs> <laughs> give them one opportunity and say, you're doing this. I would appreciate if you're a bit more reassuring or I would appreciate if you acted that way all the time. And yeah. also ask like, why are you acting like this? Like, what do you want from this? Or yeah. That. They can answer those questions and if they can then prove it, maybe give them a month or whatever or a couple mm. of weeks yeah. to actually act like they care 100% of the time, then yeah, sure. If after that conversation they say, yeah, I understand and then just don't. Nothing changes. Yeah, nothing changes, then cut it off. I think You're as well, actions speak so much louder than words. Like, trust me, you will feel and he will make it obvious to you that he likes you yeah. and that he wants something. Like, it sounds really horrible hearing it yeah. but it's better off you knowing and being able to reevaluate, put your energy into something and someone that deserves it instead of someone that's yeah, messing exactly. about with you <laughs> okay the next question is kind of what we've gone into a lot of detail to already but it says what are the main signs you're being manipulated so should we just say our, both of our like biggest ones it would be like the biggest yeah okay sign. Go on. i think look at how you're feeling when you're with him and then when you're not with or her when you're not with them how does it make you feel like do you overall do you feel happy in the relationship like when you're away from their like reach of manipulation are you happy have you been happier without them are they bringing things to your life or not if all these answers are coming back no like I'm crying quite a lot like I don't feel happy <laughs> I'm crying quite a lot <laughs> <laughs> or like do you know what I mean like you feel sad a lot of the time you're probably in that situation yeah yeah okay so my main one is kind of similar it's more looking in yourself rather than looking at the person as well mm. so I would say that if you find yourself making excuses for them and not telling the people that you tell everything to the whole truth oh yeah then you're being manipulated do you know what it really hit me in the face when I was speaking to a friend once while I was in the situation and she turned around and said all you tell me about is things of him being horrible and nasty to you you're not getting anything you're not telling me anything positive about it you're not being like oh he did this like exciting things you're just saying he's doing this all the time it's making me sad like because your friends can be like the main people that make you realize hiding it and making excuses yeah so if you've had a similar conversation or your friends have turned around and said what what, what are you with him for like what are you actually getting from the relationship then that's a big thing to make you realize this isn't what I want to be in yeah and if you sit there and you catch yourselves like not telling your friends the things you would usually say about them twisting the truth yeah lying Mm. like picking up manipulative habits yourself as well yeah you're in a manipulative relationship and like your (laughs) friends are the people that you're like closest to you would have been closest to before so if you're changing how you're acting around them that's a big sign that and the only new thing is this new partner that's a big sign that they're having a big effect on you yeah and then this one says what to do if you see your friend in one okay i've got some big advice for you <laughs> sit her down or him give her some I <laughs> make her listen to this on repeat until she's like yeah <laughs> just indoctrinate them <laughs> into this podcast make them listen use it as a torture technique <laughs> to break up with them Okay, so that's all the questions we've got. So I think we're pretty much done for today. Yeah, that was quite a fun episode to film, fun. though. <laughs> <laughs> no, Just not delving into our trauma. <laughs> not fun, but I feel like it was really yeah. useful for people in no, the situation. No, I actually feel like I if some if one of my friends quite a lot about this. <laughs> if I don't feel was... like I'm clueless. <laughs> 
I feel like I know kind of what I'm talking about. When I was in this situation and someone had spoke to me like this, like I needed someone to be really blunt with me yeah. and just rip it off and be like, this is what's going on. I feel like that's what we've given. So yeah. hopefully it was useful for Yeah, anyone. and hopefully if you've seen any of these signs, um, we've inspired you to break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. It's hot girl summer coming yeah, up, so you'll it's... be right on time. Like you'll be living your left- best life in no time. Like, please don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's everything. So hopefully you enjoyed that episode. Yeah, let um, us know your opinions. Head over to our Instagram at Literally Clueless Podcast. And um, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.